Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is uh, the 14th of March, 2019. We're a day away from the Ides of March, but if you, uh, you, 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 you might be excused for thinking it's the Ides of March today, but no, it's not. It's Pi Day! Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 3.14. Yeah. That, that explains Tracy's tweet. I've just been like, so... <laughs> oh, wait, what's, what's he doing? He's, tra- he's, he's tweeting out Pi number by number by number, isn't it? Yeah. But you know yeah. what? I actually said tweet. I actually <laughs> meant Facebook, but I was just so used to uh, Twitter because, you know, Facebook was kind of off my radar there for a bit. Uh, yeah, that was uh, – well, Facebook was kind of off everybody's radar there for a bit, eh? That was, like, uh, stunning. Yeah. I know. You're like, okay, that happened. Um, well, that's actually a, a good place to start. <laughs> it's been a crazy week. We got we got okay. We got Facebook outages. We got a Florida update that's so named only because um, a bunch of a bunch of yahoos went and got drunk in Florida last week. Um, <laughs> we have a a core Google update for which there is quote unquote no fix if you get um, messed over by it. Um. And we have the whole host of, uh, well, just craziness from those drunken hooligans who got uh, drunk in Florida last week. Um, But Facebook, but most importantly of all, oh, my God, Facebook was down yesterday. Crazy. Wow, eh? Yep. Um, Yep. Now, I don't know about you, Dave, but, but I'm sure we all have harrowing personal stories from the Facebook outage. Mine came um, as I was trying to secure control, like absolute control of a client's um, social media profiles who decided that they they don't want to pay my bill. And um, when I found out they didn't want to pay my bill, it suddenly became a race to see who could lock the other out first, naturally, right? And so I got really scared because – there was a problem at Facebook, so I figured, oh my goodness, this guy actually wised up and locked me out first. As it turns out, he didn't, sucker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I survived the Facebook outage, but only by the skin of my teeth. How about you? <laughs> uh, you know what? I I fared just fine. I actually uh, in- increased my productivity. I got through my checklist for yesterday, <laughs> all the things I needed to get done. Um, you know, which is, is, is always helpful. Um, yeah, no, I, I fared okay, but um, I don't do the um, social work for our, our clients. And believe me, some of them need some social work. No, I'm kidding. Um, but Mary does work on social, and she had was, was not, not happy <laughs> at all. It was like one of them where Facebook actually started to go down halfway through and she'd gone through the effort of like tagging a bunch of things oh, <laughs> yeah you can't copy and paste that <laughs> you have to retag everything uh, so yeah it, it was it was a little uh, a little more problematic and unfortunately for the client i guess pro con it was one of those cases where 
um, it was a regularly scheduled and the client has a large following and is waiting mm-hmm. for this thing that comes out. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was unfortunate on the plus side. Um, they couldn't get to it anyway, but there is still that like, okay, but poor Mary had to like, just sort of wait and then publish the second it was available <laughs> like, because she had it sitting on her screen. She's like, I'm not redoing it. I'm just going to leave it here. Um, <laughs> so I just sort of like check in every like sort of 15 minutes and just go, okay, when do I, when am I going to hit publish? As a, uh, as a, uh, as I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Mary and, and the client knows a, uh, a receding tide leaves everyone high and dry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everyone had the same problem with uh, with the yeah. Facebook outage yesterday. But uh, yeah, that, 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 that client who I do social work for, who, who, who ripped me off, boy, oh boy, that really made me mad. So I had to go and try to lock him out. <laughs> Scary stuff. Scary stuff when you see Facebook's down and you're trying to like, you know, secure your dominance over somebody who refuses to pay your legal bill. Um, really, really, really freaks you out. No one knows why the Facebook outage happened yet. At any rate, um, a number of servers, including that of Instagram, went down. So, I wonder how many billions of dollars that is. If 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 some economist out there could take that on, according to Engadget, and I, you oh, know, I mean, some economist did. It was true that this is kind of funny and it explains a lot because I was like kind of getting in, but just one post at a time, right? Like throughout it, it was just a server configuration change. Oh, yeah. really? He, they, just, what, they just want to like sort of mess, mess around with how, how things load, quick, how things load when? You know what? This, and then probably, and I, uh, this is where I really, really feel sorry for these large, highly complex systems, right? Because they are large, highly complex systems. And we want them to constantly keep updated with all the stuff we want. And we want them to do that as quickly as humanly possible on all of the different devices that we're on, right? Like we all do that. Um, And so, yeah, this, like, it seems like a server configuration change. Well, why can't you just, I don't know, turn it off and on again, right? (laughs) Just get it done. These are complicated systems. And yeah, it's a little (laughs) like you, you could, you could misplace a character, right? In a, in, in, in some code and there you go. That leads to this. Um, it's a, a good case, and I, I don't even know if Facebook's like built on on microservices. I suspect that they are, but it's a good case for for the development model where it all doesn't go down at once. I assume they, they're built on, on on that sort of system because the pieces were kind of working through. Like I don't, I wasn't just getting like you know nothing. I wasn't getting a five hundred page or something like that. I was getting like a header would kind of load, <laughs> like, little bits and pieces might pop in every now and then. Um, you know, and I would check and they'd be like, it would be fresh. And I'd get a notification that somebody had said something, but I couldn't see the notification. But like bits of data were dripping out. <laughs> and I, I don't know how it was happening, but bits of data were, were dripping out to me. Um, so it was, it, it was a, a peculiar um, sort of problem. But I'll never know exactly what the server configuration issue was and why, because I'll probably spend more time on a Florida update. <laughs> because that's my job. Indeed. And speaking of the Florida update, a um, little bit of house cleaning around the name Florida update before we get into the Florida update, too. Okay. <laughs> Back in 2003, when, uh, when the web was young and butterflies still um, configured uh, server farms so that we didn't have downtime like Facebook, um, 
Unicorns, I'm sorry, they were unicorns who configured server farms. Way back when, in 2003, Google made a completely stunning fundamental update to how it looked at and ranked web documents. And because one of the first PubCons had taken place in Florida a week earlier, Brett Tabke, who ran Webmaster World at the time, that the, the once and future uh, runner of Webmaster World, um, Webmaster World used to name the updates. PubCon happened in Florida. Brett named it the Florida update. Stood, it stood to reason then, huh? Mm-hmm. Now, Florida was significant. It was actually one of probably the top 10 most significant um, Google updates in history. It's, it's up there anyway. With, 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 uh, it's up there with like Panda and uh, Penguin as, as a core fundamental change in how Google operated. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the first, so it was studied to death. So there was a PubCon last week in Florida where I understand um, you and several others were at, even if you don't remember being there. <laughs> um, I understand you were there. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so there was a PubCon last week in Florida. So Brett, you know, the wisdom of the Bretts, named this update. The Florida 2 update. It's got nothing, absolutely nothing to do with any of the characteristics of the old Florida update, which is so old that most of those characteristics have nothing to do with how Google works anymore anyway. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, it is, you know what? It's almost quarter after the hour at the time that the show's being recorded, so we can't really get into Florida 2 yet because that's going to be our entire second segment. But what we can get into is what Florida 2 is kind of sort of named after. Dude, you were at PubCon last week. How was it? It was fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's probably, uh, it, it was a, a lot of fun, but it also was like very, very informative. It was a, a really um, sort of high level of um, information coming out of there and just, you know, the, the sort of after hours and networking stuff that happens at all of the conferences. Right. And by getting to chat with, with people who are, you know, people who know more about their things than I do. Right. Like, cause there's such a, a wide breadth of, of knowledge. Right? Like, you know, those people, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> it's just like, Oh, okay. You know, like you, your specialty is something that isn't the same as mine. Um, and then just sort of diving, diving into, uh, into some of the, the, the more, um, you know, to me, obscure areas that aren't actually obscure. I just, you know, focus on what I focus on and, <laughs> um, you know, other people don't. <clears throat> but one of the funnest um, moments I would have to say um, was I, I got to, it was my first time moderating a session and it was uh, Ryan Jones and Melissa Fosh. Um, and Melissa was covering biggest uh, social fails and Ryan was covering biggest SEO fails. And that was, you, you'd be surprised how many people do really stupid stuff. <laughs> oh, trust me. I know some people do some real stupid stuff around social. But um, from uh, from from Ryan and Melissa's presentation, and from PubCon, I saw this really cool photo. Just this sort of like to paint a picture of what PubCon's like. Um, this really cool casual photo of uh, Ryan and Melissa standing and talking, and it must have been just after their session. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gary E's is standing. Um, Gary Eyes is standing. Just you know, part of their conversation. There are two other SEOs uh, who are sort of focused in on the conversation. Their backs to the camera, so I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. 
But that's just indicative of the kind of access um, that attendees and speakers get um, with each other um, and with people who work for the for the for the search engines. Um, it's it's a remarkable environment. It really is. I think a big part of that is because of the the, the sort of people that are there, including the like from speakers down to like attendee what well, down to like they're actually the reason we're all there so up to the attendees mm-hmm. um they're they're there to hear us all speak um i think a big part of that is the respect everybody has for the engines while they're there like we'll all jab at you know the, the engines constantly right like we we do but when you're there uh you know Gary's not on a stage now. He doesn't want to be bombarded. Right? Like there were, of course, questions about search and conversations about search. I mean, you've got, you know, Gary there, right? Like that's mm-hmm. just going to happen. Um, but yeah, it wasn't this like relentless, like I've got questions. Here's a problem. Can you look at that? that didn't happen. And I think that's a big part of why you can just have these moments like you're describing there where it's just, you know, people are just chatting with him. He's happy to just be chatting with people. I saw him like running off, having lunch with people. Like just, it was just normal. Um, he, he got to just be a normal person, right? And I'm sure he talked about search, but you know what? If I sat down with any of the other people there, I'm not from a search engine, but I'd probably still be talking about search, right? Like that's just what we would do because that's where we are. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think it's, it's that respect that people have for the engines when they're on their down, I mean, engines, like Gary's an engine, but- so For the representative on the engine, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and it's just sort of like, okay, but- Right now, you're just a person. And we might talk about search because we're both in that industry and it's a common area we can talk about and, and you know, sort of discuss. But I'm not here to grill you, right? You're not here to lecture me. <laughs> we're just here to, like, have a conversation and uh, eat our lunch, right? So it, it, it's, yeah, it was, it was really nice. And that, you're right. That is a really, really good picture. There's sort of, like, cliff notes, the uh, uh, sort of types of, of experiences. And Florida is, is distinctly different than the Vegas show. Um, and, um, like just at a, at a rudimentary level, the attendees are different. Um, and, and just sort of the, the people that are there, They're, I mean, but it is truly an equal, but different, but I, I, I really like both the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and if invited back, I I'd have like, that's a long, long flight and I would have no problem doing it again for that kind of well, show. Like, I mean, coming from Canada and going to <laughs> Florida in, uh, in like February and March, that's it's not cool. a tough sell at all. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a long flight, but you know what? I got off the flight and it was 28 degrees. And for my, you know, American friends, I don't know. It's like somewhere in the like low to mid 80s, right? It's it's warm there. And where I came from was like in Fahrenheit about 28 degrees, right? So same temperature, different system. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On that, we got to take a break. We got to come back. We're going to talk more about PubCon and we're going to talk a lot about the Google Core update that is kind of sort of known as Florida 2. But first, we got to take some commercials here on Webcology. So on behalf of Dave Davies from BSOC Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You are listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stick around. Back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, 
WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. And uh, we're going to be diving in here with, uh, well, we're going to be chatting about a, a core a core update. Um, so basically what, uh, what, what we're going to be chatting about is a update into, well, it's referred to as a core. So let, let's let's cover first what that what that means and, and what, that, what that does mean. And Jim, if, if, if you're okay. With I am me. back. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> know what it is. Uh, Rogers. Rogers, you're a bum. Uh, Rogers, you're an internet uh, service provider. And Rogers, you're a bum. Uh, sorry about that. I'm back. Welcome right back. Um, if you okay, I'm going to dive in for our listeners on just what is and is not, and, and I welcome your corrections if you think I'm out to lunch. You're a broad core update, right? So let's have let's, fun. Let's, let's let's talk about about that as as sort of a, at a rudimentary level here. So um, we we hear of updates all the time. We had um, you know penguin updates, panda updates, you know specifically targeting links, specifically targeting content specific you know, i mean these updates serve a specific function um john mueller has said a, a number of times and and i mean i'm pretty sure matt had said it before him and i 100 percent believe them on this and when i say i 100 percent believe them on something that's rare <laughs> that <laughs> happened i think this is once um we're actually believe them at their word in both the word and the intent of what the word means right? so not not engineering speak this is what they really mean <laughs> this is what they really mean is okay Core update is meant to be an update of the well, exactly what it means the core of the way that their engine is working. It is not an update meant to attack or impact any specific sector. It may impact some sectors more than others, um, but that's just because when an infrastructure changes, it might impact things you know more than others. If, if you have updated your core infrastructure and it operates faster. Right. And, and it sort of is now taking all those bits and pieces that they've been working on since the last, you know, broad core update and pulls them more integrated into their system. So they're not offering as like little satellite algorithms. Yes, it might impact some sectors more than others just because of the way their their sites are structured or, or the way their, their link architectures work or the way their speed, uh, you know, in, in uh, among the sites in that sector work. There may be some collateral impact that happens to coincidentally hit one sector more than others. 
Um, but that, in, in my mind, I do believe what they're saying. I do believe that would be a coincidence among those sites. It's not inherent in that sector. It's just a coincidence among the way those sites, rankings, and, and strategies happen to work. Um, but it's not actually meant to address any individual strategy. And I think of it as, <clears throat> you know, we, we, we keep reporting on these updates, you know, and, and, and goodness knows, Barry Schwartz, like, firing one out every you know, like a week or two, and there are more updates than that, right? They have more updates than there are days in a year, mm-hmm. right? There's so they have, they have more updates. significant updates a day, they say. Exactly. And now a lot of them are like probably tweaks to their existing algorithms. Ah, oh, we've seen we just need to edge that a little bit, where there is nothing actually changing, but sometimes they're actually bolting in new things. They're like, oh, okay, here's, here's a new thing we need to consider, or we need to like write this part of an algorithm in on top of that other algorithm. Like these things are going to happen. And at some point, <laughs> you need to go, you know what, that core, that, 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 that sort of mother brain of an algorithm that sits underneath and takes in all this information and these signals and then creates that, you know, 10 blue links or 8.4 average mm-hmm. blue links and the big ad blocks at the top, that algorithm needs to be updated to address all of these new things that have come in and also just changes in technology. Like since their last core, they've introduced new crawlers, right? Geared towards voice, right? Like they need a whole new core (laughs) because they've actually got a different thing to deal with now. And and that's on top of all these algorithms. So that's the big difference that we're seeing here. So when Google says there's nothing you can do to fix an issue, should one arise uh, with your website, from this algorithm update. Um, if you lose ranking, you lose position. Um, there's nothing you can do to fix that except create good content or stronger content. Um, what they're really saying is there's no one thing that we've done. We've done a bunch of stuff. And, um, well, really, it's kind of like um, uh, a chef's stew. It's a bunch of stuff in here. We can't tell you it's the carrots and it's it's not necessarily the potatoes. Both of them put together for all we know. I don't know. <laughs> but content will always win out. Um, which is a pat answer for Google. Like it's, it's, a, it's a really stock answer. But in this case, I think it actually is meaningful. Because remember a few years ago when they started, they started introducing artificial intelligence to try to get a sense of whatever the heck it is we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, ultimately, that's what artificial intelligence was about. Um, going after like weird search queries they'd never inquire they'd never encountered before. That's because people like me exist who just use weird idioms to to describe things, right? Right. Um, and we're and we're now doing a lot more vocal search. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I think AI is really honestly all about figuring out what we're talking about, at least in relation to Google. Sure. Um, this is this is being integrated into how Google, like you know, perceives the web universe. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's nothing you can do but but uh, make amazing content. Yeah, I mean, the one the one area I disagree with Google on on that statement is, and okay, I agree with them on the core. Like, I understand that what they're saying it is. I I do 100 percent believe Google's stock answer is always just build new and better content, right? Like that's just yeah. Here, and you normally go. that's annoying. Normally, I find and that really that annoying. annoying. And it, I mean, to me, it is. You know, I mean, to say sorry. I, I would have answered that as them serve your user better, right? Like that's, and that's fine too. And try and drive traffic. Um, but I think what we're, we're, we're dealing with here, if you, if people really want to latch onto a to do, right? Like here's, here's a to do. 
Um, and, and, and I absolutely agree with what John's saying, but if you want to analyze what changed, so the way I liken it, like for, for, for me as, as a company, um, would be if I have a, you know, a team around me uh, of people and I have this really, really, really good person at a specific job, let's call it paid marketing, right? Like they, they, they do, they're fantastic with AdWords and I have them as a contractor. Right. I'll, I'll be I'll be pretty good as as you know, I'll, I'll be able to offer this and it'll be pretty good. And as a company, we'll have this this sort of contractor out there who can really fulfill a, a service for, for our clients um, needs really, really well. And then when I do a core update, let's just call that a corporate shuffling. I bring that contractor and put them in staff in our office. Right now, all of a sudden, is his impact just this little resource that we can now offload to our clients or will his impact as part of our office and that knowledge base that they're bringing in go past that? Will their, their influence on our ability to do paid search increase more than just the added time? Yes, it certainly will. Right. Like he'll be able to handle phone calls. He'll be able to, he'll have a closer proximity to all of the other people in the office and be able to share information back and forth. To me, the core update is, is a little more like that, right? Where it's like, I've now pulled in, I, I've, I've rebuilt this thing that it didn't change. I just changed how it communicates with the other pieces. Um, and so it's going to have a bigger influence. So to, to that end, if you're looking for what's maybe going on, you know, and, and, and you, you, can, you can look and go, okay, what, what can I be addressing? Well, what are you kind of doing wrong? Like as all the pieces are pulled in, as, as some pieces are now going to have more influence over how other different parts work, right? Or, or have a bigger impact or, you know, yeah, it, it sort of share data back and forth between the other parts in a different, more efficient way. If you can start to look at those and go, oh, okay, it's in, you know, is it in links? Is it in usability? Is it in speed? Is it in content? Is it in the type of content? I have great content. Yeah, but sometimes the best content is 200 words, right? Like sometimes it is. <laughs> and so, you know, taking a look at those things and understanding that, okay, obviously they're, they're, these core updates are consistently time after time after time about fulfilling the user intent better. That's all. Like that's, that's all. So, you know, as we're, as we're pulling all of these resources in to sort of move everything forward going, okay, what was what was common, and that'll come out over the next week or so, right? Like, I'm not pretending to have the answer there. What is common among all of, all, all of the sites that, that did go up? You know, Webmaster will follow it, right? Like, they'll be covering. You'll hear all sorts of people going, my site went down, and I have a bunch of spam links. People don't normally call them <laughs> like that, but sometimes they do, right? Or, or you know, we, if we only, Dave, yeah. if only there were a way of almost instantly testing your own theories on your, uh, on your website. And uh, <laughs> well, it's called, there is. It's called a search engine. But I've been working with this uh, landing page creator recently called uh, Wishloop. Mm -hmm. And um, there's one feature. I, I don't. I don't want to hawk for this company. I'm not getting paid to hawk for this company or anything. And they, they don't. They don't know I'm hawking for them right now. Um, but I hope somebody there finds out because there's, I, I want them to hear this because there's this one feature, this variant feature um, that allows you to make um, A, B, C, D uh, all the way up to like I have no idea how many. Um, variants of the page so that you can instantly test them. You can control the percentage of traffic that's going to go to each of these pages. Um, and it strikes me that that is a, a, a way to almost instantly test, uh, well, instantly, like over a period of like a month, test various, various um, types of content 
various layouts of a page. Mm-hmm. You can't test links because that's more of a domain level thing. Um, although you can have links going into a specific document, but you know, it's hard to tell what's uh, what's affecting on a domain level and what's affecting on a document level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But if you want to test different configurations of content, different different w- ways of wording something, and um, especially you want to test both the search engines and your users' reactions to it, this tool is like is is if if I was doing the tool session at a conference, I would be raving about this tool. Interesting. I'll have to give it a peek. I, I use Google Optimize often, but I'll... I'll uh, as did I, but this thing, this one is so, like, a uh, client, another client introduced me to it, and it's just infinitely easier. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, that's good advice. Um, and you know what? <laughs> just a pitch for exactly what you're saying. A, B, C, D, E, test. Very good <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah, you're never, you'll never be right. I know Mary, that was, a, that was a big part of what Mary was saying. She's like, you know, you may have the best site, the best site that you can have, but now it's tomorrow and something changed. <laughs> Basically, I mean, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but it's like you never have the best you can be. You may have the best in the competition, but you never be the Google is the best search engine right now, and yet they just had a broad core update. <laughs> like, no matter how good you are, you can be a bit better. Yeah, and the work and the work is never ever ever done. And to this day, no matter how much of an expert one thinks they are in conversion optimization, no, 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 no. Maybe like Tim Ash is is over there at like the celestial landscape or whatever. Um, but like, how often do you are you positive that this copy, a copy A, is going to convert better than copy B? And as it turns out, copy B converted way better. But you knew copy A was going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've done that. I've built landing pages where I'm like, this is 10 times better. Nope. Like, people like oh, ugly things. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> so so um, always test variants because no matter how expert you are, you're not actually the, – the real experts are the users of the website. Yeah. Um, one thing just <laughs> – Tip during a broad core update. I mean, I'm mean, mm-hmm. in there. I, I'm 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 looking at SEM Rush right now, but there's a bunch of tools that will do the same thing. Um, when there's a broad, if you're trying to get a feel for, hey, what which one of these little contractors got pulled in? So I'm going to use my analogy. On this. Go for <laughs> it. Got pulled into the fold. Um, they offer on their sensor. You can look through all the categories and you can see what the change was that they're reading in each category. Right? Real estate came in with virtually no volatility. Like virtually none, right? 3.6. This is just, it's, it's, it's green because that's just within absolutely the range of normal. The three hardest hit were news, health, and food and drink. I, I'm not pretending like I have an answer based on that data, but I am going to be looking into it. I just haven't had a chance yet because that conference sort of set me a little bit behind from work. So I've had to deal with that. But what's common among those three? Now, Nothing inherently. You wouldn't go food and drink. That's just like news, which is, of course, just like health, right? Like that's actually not the, the connection that you would make there. But what link profiles would we expect to see? What content types would be? What are the common trends among those? Well, one of them is going to be mostly they're going to be informational, right? They'll, they'll be informational type content, food and drink. I'm thinking travel blogs and, and stuff like that, right? Like, so there, there will be some commonalities that are going to be worth um, worth studying. Um, I, I will say, and I'll bet you would see the same thing if you, if you, I don't know if you use SEMrush, but if you, if you're looking at your sensor, um, 
I've tried to cover over the last couple of years and get all of our clients trying to cover both informational queries and, and, and conversion oriented queries to make sure that we're maximizing our odds of, of user intent meeting. Right. I, um, before we go further, I just want to, I just want to uh, try to clear something up that, that might, might be a bit of confusion from, from the way you phrased it. Mm -hmm. You're not saying that Google um, naturally changes rankings um, with a new update that different sectors are affected or targeted by rankings updates. They very rarely are. But right. there's commonalities you find amongst pages who are in these sectors. So right. it's not like Google's targeting health or, uh, or, or lifestyle or news. It's just that websites that are under these categories are common with each other because of these characteristics. Right. Well, they, they, had, a, they had a contractor uh, who, who was responsible for helping them figure out what was good informational content, and they brought them into on staff. Right? And, and, and now they're better as a whole at that job. Right is is sort of how I how I view these things. Maybe like, and I'm I'm going if what I'm hypothesizing right now with virtually no research. <laughs> so I've just been really clear on the radio here. Virtually no research. It's an area I'm going to be looking into. Um, but yeah, with again, yeah, this this is my gut reaction. Probably the first place I'll start looking and go. This is a commonality among those three. I'm not saying it, it, this is like the definition of correlation with nothing to back it. <laughs> no, but honestly, this, this, is, this, this is how good uh, on the spot, for want of a better word, science is conducted. Hypothesis, test. Um, and then we'll, we'll see, where, see where we go from there. And then it's you'll go to back. Webmaster World, share it with your peers, and they'll test the hell out of it too. And, yeah, and, and they'll tell you. Everyone gets the same results. We confirm it's real. Um, but one of the interesting things is when I look at my personal source. So I look at the score of all of the queries I'm at looking at for each of our, our clients. Not even near. When we're looking over at the overarching um, scores, we're seeing numbers at eight, nine. The lowest ones are in the six. When I look at our clients, some of them are coming in at like 0 0.6. Right? 3.4 is one of our higher ones. Right in, 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 in the changes and, and impact. That is leading me to believe a lot of it is content. I'm, I'm not saying this is good or bad. You can be positively impacted by algorithm changes, right? Like remaining stable is not always good. I mean, I like it when there's broad core updates. I'm just happy if, if things just stay the same. So I, I was happy when I saw that and looked at rankings. And yeah, they, they are pretty stable. But it does sort of reinforce because we put a lot of energy into making sure that our content types are matching the variety of user intents that, that could be met. Again, I'm not saying that's the conclusion. I'm saying that's where I'm starting my analysis. I, I, think, I think you did put your finger on one commonality that will prompt change fast, and that's the rapidity of change on the page. Mm -hmm. if, you have, if you have like a home and main internal pages that change very, very frequently, like on a daily or sometimes weekly basis, say it's like a news magazine or something, Mm -hmm. Well, then you're going to see change reflected in uh, in in position and in uh, where this URL um, news site slash um, lifestyle slash cooking. So that page comes up um, under a whole wide range of keyword phrases, um, but that'll be totally different next edition. Right. You know what I mean? Then we're then we're looking at like long tail on the on the digital copy of the page. That page gets you know that that page of that date gets fixed in space, but there's another page at that URL replacing it the next day. Right. Right. 
So that's where you're going to see a lot of change and a lot of volatility. And when you talked about like, like lifestyle and news um, and, and, and health pages, um, all of which the other commonality is they all, they all expire through consumption um, mm -hmm. or they all can expire through consumption. That's the other commonality. But that's that if anyone gives you like a, a riddle contest, there's an answer for you. Um, but like, like, I, I, again, I think the, the, the commonality on those pages, those types of sites is stuff changes a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the common advice with any uh, Google update, take some volumes, chill out, you know, <laughs> look at your computer screen, something interesting is happening, <laughs> but don't worry about the update until you know a lot more information. Right. And those poor people who were panicking didn't even have Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So they all heroically strove. So they all heroically strove through and didn't have anyone to share it with. I know. I know. It's like, oh, who am I? Who am I supposed to vent at? How am I supposed to keep myself distracted from damaging my own site? So did you did did you catch the Beaverton article today or the Beaverton headline? No, I didn't. Uh, millions of Facebook users go outside streaming their business so that advertisers could hear them. <laughs> Or in the hopes advertisers could hear them. Okay. Speaking of hearing advertisers, it's about time we heard some of ours because we love them and they love you. So, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Badger of Digital Always Media, Digital Always Media, and you are listening to Webcology on WebmasterVideo.fm on the 14th of March, 2019. Stick around. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 14th of March. 2019, um, Pi Day, the day before the Ides of March. And um, just want to want to make a quick note. Um, out there in Facebook land, which is up and running and uh, almost as popular as Candyland today, I've, uh, and David, David, I, I think you've, you've seen a little bit of this too. There's um, 
there's a good deal of um, dislocation, sadness, and weirdness uh, rolling around our community right now, eh? There is. There is. I, I have to wonder if, in part, um, I mean, there, there's a couple things. One, we, we've got, you know, a bunch of, I think there's, like, bugs going around right now. Like, I don't, yeah. I never get sick, and I'm feeling snotty. Like, I'm not getting anything compared to what people are getting, but I normally don't get sick, and I actually started to actually feel this one, so I know people are getting really sick. Conference um, And... I, I like I have to think in part maybe like post conference that can happen right like when you have like so many people who like I know like you know I, I speak from experience on this one like you sort of spend most of your time and I, I'm lucky because I, I I've, I've got a sort of business partner who's also my wife and I get along with her right like so that works out pretty well so I actually have a friend sort of built in you know around me all the time um, but for people who work solo. Um, you know, I could certainly see like all of a sudden you have this like community, right? A, a group of friends and we all do really like each other. And now we're all on Facebook. Well, and then we weren't on Facebook, which probably really was worse, but, um, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, all of a sudden you're relegated back to, okay, this is just, you know, like until next time, right? Like I, you know, and, and then we're gone. So I think that is going to be part of it, but as that doesn't explain it all, I, I certainly know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, and I, I've seen it as well. And yeah, there's, there's something, something in the air that just isn't, isn't good. Well, just for all those people out there, I mean, and to be very honest, I'm one of you, I'm, I'm going through my own struggles right now. And I, you know, I think a lot of us are, it's a, it's a very unclear and difficult time in business. Um, it's a scary time to be alive, especially if we have kids and stuff, but friends, there's just keep in mind. There's a lot of us out there who want to help, support, be with, care for, talk to, um, whatever. Take advantage of each other, folks. That's, yeah. you know, we are not, we don't, how to say this? Nobody wants to repeat, how to, again, I don't, I don't want to sound like, 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 like anyone, anyone gets blamed for anything, but, um, well, what was that? Um, we are out there to support each other. Um, don't uh, don't give up. Talk to each other. We're not going to have another year like we did last year in this community. Well, you know what? And you're you're bringing up a good point and something I think is actually maybe this is symbolic of of something good, right? I mean, is it that all of a sudden this is happening, right? Or is it that all of a sudden it was always there and, and people are just finally going, you know what? <laughs> this is how I'm feeling today, right? Like this is what's going on in my life. And, and actually sharing, like it may just be that we're hearing about it and it was always there last year is certainly indicative of the fact that it was always there. Absolutely. But, right? and now we're talking about it and now we're is, talking about it, which is exactly what we should be doing. Yeah. And so people who are out there reaching out and saying things out there on Facebook, you might feel weird about doing it. Please don't. No. And thank Honestly. you for having the strength to do it. Yeah, because everyone, everyone honestly respects and loves you and wants to do whatever whatever can be done. So, you, you know, yeah, I'd say you tell us, but, you know, sometimes it's hard to see yourself. But whatever. Yeah. Just wanted, wanted to get that out there. Um, Dave, we are rounding the we – we got, we got like 12, maybe 15 minutes left. Where do you want to go? Um, okay, Google's doing a bunch of stuff. 
Well, I mean, they're really core updates. But but I've been more interested lately. Well, not more interested. I'm always interested (laughs) in core updates. It's so hard. Like, there's so much interesting stuff that they're doing right now. Um, One thing I'll I'll just note before I I get into a a big change that I think is incredibly telling and powerful um, for my friends uh, who care at all about how uh, search works, (laughs) like you should, um, uh, Frederick Dubuc, I, 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 he's, he's been interviewed yeah. on our show and we're actually going to be pulling him on permanently. He works for Bing, um, did a great article. It was his first article over at search engine journal, mm-hmm. um, and basically on, and you don't have to actually follow what he's doing, but read the article and understand how it works. Um, it's basically how to build a search engine with machine learning, right? So excuse me. Yeah, I know. It's great. Um, now, I read it. It's not like a here's the code to drop in, right? But it's, it's an article on here's how that sort of process works. To me, it was a great read because Google, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you remember it. They, you know, Barry was like tweeting it from the stage. I was fortunate enough to be on stage with the guy when he announced it. Um, that Bing had come out saying 90% of their algorithm is based on machine learning. They've been using it since 2005. <laughs> like they, they were they were in there um you know in the, in the earliest forms and that's in the article as well but anyway um good highly recommended read just just give it up for, for all my peeps um and and everyone in the audience just head on over um it's it's the 14th you know pi day as as of reading so you'll have to look for one it was it was published yesterday on the 13th so you may have to dig a little bit for it depending on when you're listening to this if you're listening to it live, I think it's still on the homepage. Uh, but a good read, just understand, if a search engine or, or a rep from the search engine thing, here's how to do this yourself, you know that this is a core. They're not giving away the farm. They're not giving away their secret sauce. But they're going, here's how that methodology works. And if you can understand how that methodology works, then, then you're going to be a much stronger um, SEO. Right? Uh, that's just hands down. That's just how this all works. So um, good read. But getting back to stuff that's just, well, not more interesting because you know how I, how I feel about machine learning, but Google's updating stuff. <laughs> um, again? I know. Again, I mean, they've, they've got a bunch of things going on. We can talk about Lighthouse, uh, you know, adding in, you know, the, the, the sort of tracking for, well, not tracking, but like the reporting on, you know, tap target sizing and stuff like that. I found it funny. Got that, uh, got that announcement or saw the, saw the announcement that it had been added in and like, Seriously, before reading it, about two hours before, I got this litany of reports on tap targets. And I'm like, I wonder if they were just kind of like from a, a few different sites. And I'm like, I mm-hmm. wonder if they were just kind of waiting until they were giving us the tool <laughs> to actually like understand we're like, okay, I can, you know, use Lighthouse, right, and, and do this. Because clearly they have the data before they created that alert. Um, so it's not, it's not pre-cog mark marketing after all, huh? Yeah, I, I could just be like, oh, okay, we're not going to send you a, a, an error message when you can't actually, we're not giving you the tool to fix it. Right. Or maybe they wanted us to all understand that lighthouse now does that. So as an ad for it, they went here, <laughs> um, at any rate. So that was a neat thing, but, um, more interesting is the just quiet, sort of subtle, oh, where is it? The, the um, rolling out of, of Google hotels. <laughs> like it just, it just sort of, sort of snuck through. through yeah, sort of like cracks, right? and Trivago and, uh, and, and, and uh, Travelocity uh, Gulp. Yeah, 
Yeah, and the, and the thing, like, of, of course, the first thing I did was use it. <laughs> like, and, okay. and it was it was interesting because just yesterday morning, before I had read about the launch of this thing, I had just booked a, a, a trip, um, and and including hotels. So I was like, oh, okay, you know what? What do I get from here? Um, I get roughly the same pricing, right? Because they're just aggregating, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're pricing information. So I'm 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 getting you know roughly the same price. I wasn't like oh. I wished I'd waited, right? Like it was, it was fine. Um, but I, I immediately started thinking, are, are you loyal to hotel chains or, or um, flight like carriers for, for planes? Ah, you know, I got, I got loyalty cards and preferences, but, right. but you're not, you're not specific. You'll go to Expedia and sort of weigh your odds. Right? Like, yeah, sure. And, and, uh, and, you, know, you know what I'm loyal to? I'm loyal to being lazy. Is it close <laughs> to the venue or not? Right. Yeah. Okay. And, that, and that's, that's, that's a good one too. Um, but I, I started thinking, I mean, my, my dad, for example, is he's, he's loyal to WestJet. Right? Okay. Just, you know, he, he just, he just happens to be, um, and he comes out here often and he doesn't need a hotel, but he, he needs flights. Uh, but he could just as easily need hotels and he would know where he wanted to stay. I, I, I'm seeing this as a big, big move that will cascade very rapidly into voice. Because I can very easily, once my personal assistant becomes just a little more intelligent, you know what, before I continue this conversation, I'm unplugging it. Uh, because I can see it <laughs> lighting up already. And I'm going to end up with like flights to Mozambique or something, right? Um, but it, it very, very easily lends itself. Um, like if I have that, you know, here's here's my email and it's from, I don't know, I was just at it. So like PubCon and lucky me, I was I was invited back to Florida next year. Well, I already know what the conference hotel is because it's right in the email. I could very easily just go, how much is a flight, right? And and, and hotel and I want to stay there from this day to this day, right? And just, just by voice, do it. That's very easy. How would you like to filter? Oh, by price, but I don't want to leave before 8 a.m., right? Like it, these are very, very simple voice commands that, that, the personal assistant isn't quite there, but you can kind of see where, where they're going because I don't actually, there's nothing about it that makes me need to see it. I know I'm probably going to take the cheapest room that has a balcony, right? That I know. <laughs> and a king size bed, right? Like if it has those three things and that's all, and that could easily be done by voice. I don't really care about much else. Um, and it could easily ask based on things you want an ocean view or, you know, do you want to look at the parking lot? Yeah, it's it's a very very easy process to get me through voice on that one, um, okay, and I could definitely see them starting to tackle that really really rapidly. So Google Google gets people because they're the first screen you see, or in this case, the device that um, that that triggers the search. Yeah. Um, but what's stopping Travelocity? What's stopping Expedia or um, any of the other uh, booking sites from also? Um, uh, in- enabling voice command and uh, making it easier for the for the user to interface with the with the site, besides money and artificial intelligence. <laughs> well, they easily could, except that I already have two devices sitting on my desk right now that, with yeah. two words, will activate and let me do it. Yeah, right. And so, it's not it's not like Home is going to let you is going to let itself be replaced as that first interface environment, right? No, no. I think this one is is theirs to lose. Um, like by a, by a long shot. Now, I mean, we, we've got battles and they actually lost a little bit of market share um, to Amazon in, in, the, in the speaker, the sort of speaker market. And I think Amazon's doing a, doing a great job there. But where things may start to, to sort of separate themselves a little bit 
um, and, and start to favor Google. Now, whether it's the, the Google you know, home device, yeah, who knows? Do I really need one? Not really. I've got a phone sitting on my desk that basically does the same thing. <laughs> like, it just doesn't play music as well, right? Like that's the only thing it doesn't do as, as well. It's, it's at its core the same thing. Um, but this is, is, is what's going to sort of lead that charge, um, in my opinion, is, is these sort of moves and things that, because as soon as they, they, they had launched that, Yes, I could see doing it on desktop. Absolutely. Right. Like, okay. And I'll actually have like both, you know, Expedia and Google up and go, okay, what is this? It's not quite as seamless yet. I can't do my flight, you know, hotel combos quite, you know, well, I can't at all, like as, as easily, you know, they're independent thing, but it's going to be quite, quite interesting once they get a little more sophisticated. Again, rem remember penetration strategy eh? for Google. It's becoming part of all your home devices. And for Amazon, it's about selling you stuff. Yeah. Um, right now, it's clearly selling you stuff is more popular than um, integrating uh, the the computer from Star Trek into your daily limit into your daily living space. Yeah, but here's where where I think they're going wrong is I think at some point in the not too distant future, and by that I mean like three to five years, um, mm -hmm. Amazon is going to find themselves as the Microsoft in search. Right, because I think so. as I become more and more and more comfortable with it, they're going to my needs will get. We're getting more comfortable. Like the, the new data is out from from Stone Temple or Proficient, um, and people are more comfortable talking in theaters and stuff like that. Right? Well, they're doing it on their phone. Right? And as I become more and more comfortable, I'm going to want to be able to access larger and larger sets of information and do more and more complex tasks. Well, we're, we're, we're going to have to get Eric uh, and Mark and, and Dwayne, if we can, to come back on the show and just, you know, talk about AI um, and uh, integration into a voice universe. But before we do that, we got to go. We've gone all the way around the clock again. 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 So we're, I can hear the music behind us. So I've got to do this real fast. Um, on behalf of Dave Davies for Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedgman and Joey's Media. You've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm on the 14th of uh, March, 20, 2019, Pi Day for some. Um, stick around the network. There's great content coming up after the news. We will be back next week, honest to goodness, with a full live show. Stay safe, stay well, we love you, and we'll talk to you later. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.